Remember earlier when I said I know Party of Five? I don't know Party of Five. Like, like your dad, your stepdad are like, <sighs> well, neither one of us. Uh, I imagine neither that's one how... of us. Neither one of us worked out really well with Chris's mom. <laughs> so you want to be gay with me, bro? Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> This is a new segment, and it's called Jimmy Reads Chris's Old STL Punk Page. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Me and my fucking extra large burritos that I have every morning. We'll get to that. Oh, God. No, we won't get into that. Oh, God. You're bacon. And this is bacon and A's. Uh, That's not how that goes, but we'll march forward. (laughs) Since this is right at the beginning, I don't have time to (laughs) fiddle around with shit like that. (laughs) This is bacon and A's, the Log Flume Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Chris, and that's Jimmy. And you're going to take an exciting ride aboard a log made of news, pop culture, and whatever the hell we want. Isn't that right? I can't take you seriously with the glasses on. I have to wear the glasses because the sun is blinding me through your freaking window. Not my fault. Yeah, and you also won't close your window. I can't. So yeah. That's I, great. How am I supposed to Thank close you. a door that's a window? Put a blind over it. You want to pay for it? No. Well. and you the listener get to write for free and i'm sure you're excited about it with our witty banter so far right i i just i can't get over the the log thing (laughs) it's so funny i don't know how funny it is but you know i'm dying on the inside we're gonna we're gonna try to figure out some more funny things to say as this and it's not a humor thing i'm truly dying on the inside yeah I, i mean i could tell by our text message interaction lately you seem just like very short, very uh, straight to the point, don't really want to talk. You just seem down, buddy. And I'm here to lift your spirits. Well, if you could lift about 600 pounds off my body, that would be okay. great. Well, we'll work on that. It has it has gotten severely worse, the, the sun <laughs> getting yeah, in your face. Exactly. Anyway. Since, uh, well, well, since Billy Blanks... Uh, liked one of my Instagram posts. Maybe we'll be able to get him to send you some Tybo DVDs. <laughs> what now? Yeah, Billy Blanks. You remember Billy Blanks, the creator of Tybo? The black dude? Yeah. Okay. Whoa, that's... Okay. If you want to go that way with it. That's weird. I just know him as the black dude. Yeah, well, anyway. He's one of the... <laughs> he's, he's the creator of Tybo, as far as anyone knows. And... I'm sure uh, maybe I could get him to send Tybo, us some... Tybo is just jazzercise with, like, Karate. a closed fist. Yeah. I mean... All right. Well, uh, let's see. I guess I just want to maybe lift your spirits a little bit by congratulating you for yet... Have yet to miss a week of podcasting. Last week, that was definitely you on the episode. <laughs> it definitely was. Well, technically, I was on there twice, and so were you. Come again? You know, remote, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, we did the video segments, and then we also were playing things from the past. Mm-hmm. Uh. So. 
Um, I will. Yeah, congrats. All I'm going to say is congratulations. You've been you've been a good co-host, so maybe that makes you feel a little better. No. Nah. No. No. <laughs> we made big strides last week, though. I mean, you admitted your involvement in all the Mexican news things that I brought up. You um, you admitted how fat you are. You were not shy about any of it. You just completely turned around on all the things that you always deny. You turned around and you straight out said it, and I'm proud of you. That's all I can say. Yeah, it's the Illuminati. The Illuminati, huh? Mm -hmm. It's their fault. Okay. We'll go with that. Probably shouldn't have them as enemies, but, you know, whatever. I believe I said I was with the Illuminati (laughs) on one episode. Maybe Scientology. Maybe that's what it was. Ooh, those are two (laughs) completely different things. Well, I don't know. Maybe they work together. I would much rather be part of one than the other. I'm pretty sure they work together to rule the entire universe. (sighs) Oh. Moving on, <laughs> uh, check out our YouTube and our Facebooks for those uh, video clips from last week. They're all highly entertaining. There's photo and video evidence of Jimmy's involvement. So there's no way he can say that his voice sounded any more different than normal. I mean, I don't know why people Nobody would think has that. argued with that it was you. Or not you, and you're so, the only one that you, you like. You're like defending it really hard. I know. Well, I feel like I have to, just in case there's any people lying in wait that dare to challenge those videos. I I challenge them to to challenge those videos. That's all I'm saying. Now, now you're just now you're just picking fights on the internet, and that's dumb. <laughs> We're gonna get to picking fights on the internet that's, as well. That's just that's just a um, that's just a rat. You know, running in a wheel. <laughs> okay, <laughs> if you say so. It, it it's stupid. But is a but is a rat running in a wheel someone's pet that is loved in in the end? Unless only if you're Kenny, or former trapped under ice bass player Josh Van Ness. Huh? He had a rat. Yeah, still does. I think. Maybe not. Maybe they're dead. Well, they don't live very long. In that case, R.I.P. Josh's rats <laughs> and Kenny's rats. <laughs> Uh, uh, to support the show, since I'm apparently handling all this house cleaning at the beginning of the episode, yeah, you become extremely lazy, which you admitted last week as well. <laughs> Baconaze.com slash Amazon for all your shopping needs. Baconaze.com slash Amazon is your easy way to buy useless things on the internet, and they kick back a few ducats our way. Actually, Overlord Tim's way, which, by the way, we have some money to send him this week. You're welcome, Tim. Is that all we need to do for house cleaning? I think. I mean, I wouldn't even have done that, but let's uh, let's move on to the. We're gonna quickly dust up some things from last week, mm-hmm. or two weeks ago, I should say. Actually, it's been an ongoing thing that's been talked about since we had to record one day in your basement. Uh. I was watching the premiere of Curb Your Enthusiasm, Mm -hmm. and Larry David actually said McCaw in the episode. So, from Larry David's mouth to God's ears, I really feel like I have to just agree that it is McCaw. Hold on. So, we're both making strides now. It took Larry David for you to to concede that you were saying it wrong. Yes, Larry David is a very smart man. I agree with his... Some call them asshole-ish things. I agree with them about 90% of the time. I don't think that he's that wrong. I know you don't watch the show because, you know, 
I guess you don't like it, but whatever. Um, yeah, I agree with them. It is, it is McCaw. Um, I'm not going to say I'm sorry, but you should say you're sorry. But I am going to turn. I'm changing my thoughts on the issue. That's all I'll say. Turn the turn the butt cheek. I'll admit I was wrong, but I won't say I'm sorry. That's all I'm saying. Got it. So weak. So weak. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. Okay. Well, since you want to move on so quickly, let's get right to some Mexican news. Mexican news. <laughs> Ole. <laughs> Jimmy, have you ever seen the show Party of Five? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> it starred, let's see, Nev Campbell. Yeah, I know who it starred. Okay, who else? Nev Campbell. And uh I the, believe Nev Campbell was uh, in it. Well, yeah. Yep. Scott something can't remember his last name scott wolf maybe bayo i actually saw scott well that would be weird if it was scott wolf because (laughs) scott uh scott wolf's brother josh wolf was at helium this weekend and i saw him on douglas movies Hmm. yeah so anyway fun fact anyway party five stupid fact why did it have to start at 420 uh because douglas movies it has a story tradition of starting at 420. Yeah, because uh, stoners are unoriginal. Awesome. <laughs> wow, okay, whatever. That's a, You're attacking stoners for no reason, I guess? No, I just don't like Doug Benson, so... That's fine. He doesn't like you. We would not get along, you're right. <laughs> I mean... The problem. I'm not really. I'm not there to get along with him. So nine that's times. Not, I actually ninety percent of the. I would. Can probably, we talk about Party Five for a second? I would probably get along with him pretty well, actually. Yeah, he seems like a nice dude. I don't know what your issue with him. I, I think it's just. Can we talk about Party Five? No, I think it's because you like him, so therefore I don't. Wow, that's you're taking a bold stance there. <laughs> it's the hipster mentality, you know. Yeah, I, exactly. I mean, Anything I like, it's automatically not cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, anyway. Party Five is getting a reboot. I'm sure you're surprised. But this time... There's my sigh. This time, what kind of family is it? An all-gay family? No, this is Mexican news, man. It's (laughs) it's a Mexican family. God, please tell me it's starring Jorge Lopez. Well, I guess... uh, I don't know exactly who's going to be in it. It's probably going to be George Lopez. Because, like, America loves him for some reason. But uh, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't Party Five like the the mom and dad died or something like that, and then like they, so. the family had to raise itself, the kids had to raise themselves. It sounds about right. Remember earlier when I said I know Party of Five? I don't know Party of Five. But you know Nev Campbell because she was hot. So she's not now. I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen her in a long time, so I couldn't tell you. That's a good point. What the hell happened to her? She just fall off the face of the earth? Yeah, kind of like Linda Hamilton, but she's coming back. So Who's that? Uh, we discussed her <laughs> a couple weeks ago. She's, Who's that? She is uh, Sarah Connor. Who's that? Okay. Um, Are you talking about those shitty movies with like the robot that's Terminator trying to save one a, two? that's trying to save a kid? Those are not shitty movies. Terrible movies. How dare oh. you? 
Well, I think two is shittier than the first one, actually. Um, <laughs> I kind of they're t- kind of tied in my head. Is for shittiness? No, for good goodness. It's 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 so for goodness. <laughs> for, for goodness, goodness sake, sake, Jimmy. I was gonna say the same thing. Terminator one and two are good for they goodness sake. They are such different movies, are they not? Oh, like, totally. Yeah, and and Sarah Connor's character is completely different in the next movie in two as well. So. I, I I like her because she was able to pull that off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because in the first one, she's really just like fucking damsel in distress or whatever. And, and then in the in, second then one, she's a she, total badass. Well, that's because she hangs out with, you know, Mexicans that live in a bus in the middle of <laughs> nowhere. Drinking tequila. <laughs> yeah. At noon. While their kids are running around shooting each other. Uh, you want to do weekend talk? Or you want to get right into... Sure, we'll do whatever. Okay. <laughs> Do you have any uh, interesting stuff you wanted to bring up in the interim between our podcasting last week and this week? I mean, other than I had my wisdom teeth removed. Oh, that sucks. Did the doctor molest you? I have no idea. It was actually... Did you, did you get knocked out, though? Oh, yeah. First time I've ever... I've never had, like, this is the first time I've had surgery. I guess you want to call it surgery. I was put out. Oral surgery. Yeah, oral. And uh, I've never broken a bone. I've never, I mean, I've had a chipped clavicle. Mm -hmm. They were like, we can put your arm in a sling. That's it. But, so, it was awesome. The doctor comes in, and he puts this thing in my mouth that keeps it wide open. Like, it's this, I mean, I could barely get this thing to fit in my mouth. Yep. So I knew he was mouth-fucking me, right? <laughs> I knew that was happening. And he goes, I'm going to, he, my heart rate spiked. Like, the second he walked in the room, I was freaking out. Because I've never been put under. He's like, we're going to go ahead and put this on you. He's like, take three deep breaths, and you're going to feel a little funny. Like, I mean, I'm sucking as hard as I possibly can on this gas. Wow. And three deep breaths, and I'm just staring at him. And he's, like, looking at me like, oh, this fat fuck's not out yet. (laughs) He's like, take a couple more breaths, sir. And he's just looking at me like, why is he not out? And then next thing you know, I'm being walked to my car. Right, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what what the hell happened. So did somebody drive you home? Yeah, my dad. I was going to say, they. I don't think they, they let even, you. They wouldn't even start the surgery until my dad was there. Right. Like, uh, my mom was going to drop me off. My dad was going to put Ryan on the bus and then come get me. They wouldn't start it until he showed up. Right, yeah, you need a family member there in case something happens. So, um, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> and then I spent, like, the entire day with my face completely numb, thinking that I was dying because... And then I just looked on the internet, and it's like, eh, it could be 9 to 12 hours before you get feeling in your face back. I'm like, well, that's, yep. that's, a, good, that's a good sign. But it was weird, because it was like perfectly half of my face. It was my left side. I felt like I was JR. Like, Oh, that's insensitive. It's not insensitive. <laughs> um, it's the truth. Yeah. So when I had it done... I just had him locally anesthetize it, mm-hmm. anesthetize it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you say that word, but um, yeah. So I was not knocked out, and I went home 
you know, so I was able to drive afterwards. I went home and I had work the next morning. So I fell asleep and I wake up and I had ruined my pillow completely because blood. I just blood and drooled all yeah. over it. Yeah. And uh, so that was fun. I, I had just started working again, so I didn't want to take a vacation day. Yep. You know what I, I mean? I, I, same boat. Yeah. Oh, well, I have no vacation days at this point. And I also had no one who could give me a ride that early in the morning. Oh. So, yeah. I was I was actually fortunate enough. I made the appointment before I had insurance. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were like, they were like, do you know who you're getting? I was like, I was like, I'm getting Delta Dental. I already called my my old uh, dentist. He's the one that said that I was gonna have to have him, you know, cut out of my face mm-hmm. instead of like he couldn't just pull them. I guess my bottom ones were bad, which is why I had to have them removed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my top one, the filling had fallen out, so eating food i had recracked the tooth so that, that sucked uh, i i never realized how much pain i was in every day every day until they've been gone well now you don't have to feel like shit all the time instead you feel like shit for other reasons mm-hmm. <laughs> it's mostly those extra large breakfast burritos that i eat every day yeah totally they block me up <laughs> i mean that's not helping so there's that, but I love huevos. So that's all your Mex- that's all your uh, not Mexican news, but that's all your weekend news. Yeah, um, it was awesome. My dad was like, uh, "Do you want to come to the house?" I was like, "No." He's like, "You want me to stay here?" And um, no, just drop me off and leave, Dad. <laughs> He's like, I, "I sat here in this chair, and I was watching TV." And I wouldn't even say I was watching TV. I kept looking at the clock because I knew every 30 minutes I had to change the gauze. Mm-hmm. My mouth didn't clot for hours. Yeah, takes a while. Sucked. Well, let's get into my weekend stuff. Are you ready? So pills are awesome. Uh, I mean, when you need them. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, never. Some would say when you not when you don't need them, but uh, I definitely need to uh not get into anything like that so i wouldn't know uh. so you cut me off right where i was gonna go into weekend stuff well your weekend doesn't really matter anyway well, it, so. sh- it does eh. it's gonna lead us into our topics for today so fuck do off we, do we really need topics i might cut out your entire dentist story because <laughs> i have the power to do that i know you do <laughs> but you know what's funny is that you think you're getting at me and I don't really care what I you know. I, I, I mean, it was a joke. I don't. I know you don't actually care. <laughs> Not even a little. All right. Well, Friday night, jammed a Utopia again. Mm-hmm. Good sounds, times. Sounds lame because you can't get a bassist. Well, I'm saying it sounds lame that you can't get a bassist. Well, it is lame that we can't get a bassist right now, but. The good part about that is you don't need a bassist to write songs. Oh, so, wow, that's insensitive towards bassists. Well, bassists don't listen to this show, so... <laughs> I'm pretty sure they do. I don't think that they do. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that there's a guy that plays bass that's on this show. Uh, Gonna have to disagree. Okay. If you call it playing bass, then that's a different thing, but... It, it's looking at it in a corner. <laughs> yeah. That's playing bass. Which I'm, I'm pointing that's to That's a pirate ship. I'm pointing to something that's not even <laughs> yeah. there. Uh yeah, so that's going well. 
I really like jamming at that place. They got nice big rooms that make the drum recording sound better. At what point are you going to grow up and realize that playing drums is stupid? Okay, well, moving on to Saturday. <laughs> uh, Saturday, we went to see Douglas movies. I know you're not interested in that, but uh, Douglas movies is one of my favorite podcasts, so I fucking laughed my ass off. They had three of the best guests that they could possibly have. So if you if listeners are interested, they should go listen to that on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. Uh, only part that sucked about that was everybody who's fans of the show apparently gets there super early so they can get a better seat. I didn't know exactly how early, so we get there like 45 minutes early thinking, oh, it should be fine. Nope line around the freaking venue already so we didn't get the best seats in the place but it was still fun um he did mock my voice at one point so there's that how how the hell did he mock your voice well okay so there's a point they in, at uh douglas movies that he encourages you to bring name tags which is a poster with your name incorporated into a movie title and then you also to encourage the guests to pick your name tag, uh, you p- incorporate their photos into the movie poster. So I made a name tag, and we were seated pretty far back. So when it was time for the name tag picking process to begin, where the guys go out in the audience and pick, or most of them just stand on the stage and pick from the stage because it's easier. Yeah, uh, I was seated way back, so I'm like, hey... <laughs> Like, I started calling guys names, you know, and the dog's like, (laughs) (laughs) like, dog, I don't sound like that. (laughs) Come on, man. So I don't, I haven't got, I haven't listened to the, uh, the podcast yet, but I'm not sure if that is uh, is on on there or not. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like a lot of times when they do the picking process, he's not even talking in a mic at all. So he has like commercials during that part or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, or they just <clears throat> cut it out. Yeah. They just cut it out completely. Go to commercial, come back. Yeah. So we'll see. But, uh, we, me and Lindsay had a really good time. And I also went to the record store that day. I got, or I should say I found Rush's hemispheres, which I'm totally stoked about. Cause I've been looking for that locally for at least a year, and I also got a record by Tom Petty, "Damn the Torpedoes," which is going to lead us into our next topic, which is Tom Petty, unfortunately passing away at like sixty-five or something like that, sixty-six maybe. Uh, yeah, I guess. So. I'm not 100% sure. Were you a fan of Tom Petty? Yes. At all? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Um yeah, I was I basically was going to bring up, you know, if if anybody and I'm sure people have seen it, um Netflix, there's a 4-hour Tom Petty documentary. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty good. Awesome. And it's crazy like you don't realize that you sat there and watched something for 4 hours. For sure. Um it was it was funny because I guess Channel 9 or one of the Channel 9s, they had a similar documentary 
on him, and it was only 45 minutes long, mm-hmm. and it felt so rushed. Oh, yeah. They just do the broad strokes, you know, pick up the uh, the very important singles and that kind of thing, and that's it. So, I actually have never seen the Channel 9 one, but the, the Netflix one was great. Yeah. It actually was on, like, Blu-ray and stuff for a long time, way before Netflix ever picked it up, but... uh yeah, and and the I think the set has like a whole bunch of B sides and that kind of stuff, live stuff. Um, but yeah, I wanted to I wanted to touch on Tom Petty and another person who died recently, and uh, because because it kind of can lead us into childhood stories a little bit. So Tom Petty dying, well, like immediately brought back childhood memories because. Tom Petty is like the first music that I really remember like being attached to, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> we would, um, when I was a kid, me and my brother, uh, Tyler, he's a, he's a year and a half younger than me. This is before my mom had met George. Mm-hmm. Um, we would go on road trips to see my mom's side of the family who live about an hour and a half to two hours away. And pretty much every road trip during that time, we would be listening to Tom Petty. Because you know how kids are. They get attached to a song or yep. some type of music, and they want to hear it constantly. Mm-hmm. So my mom would put in a Tom Petty cassette cassette tape. Uh, I think it was The Greatest Hits, and that would make sense because uh, he came out with The Greatest Hits in 94. And, uh, and you know, that put that, like, it sits right in the right time of when we would have been listening to this, like, eight or nine years old or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I distinctly remember singing Free Fallen, but only remembering the chorus. <laughs> so, and other songs, too. Uh, you know, like, Running Down a Dream, stuff like that. But, obviously, you know, we don't know what the lyrics are or what they even mean or anything like that. But the melodies are like infectious. Yep. <clears throat> He's uh I'm Riz on the one oh five seven morning show calls him America's greatest songwriter and I can't I honestly don't know of any other songwriter from America that I like better. So Neil Diamond. Really? Neil are you being serious <laughs> or are you joking? Okay. <laughs> Saving Silverman. <laughs> I fucking hate Neil Diamond, dude. <laughs> That's a shame. I mean that movie is kind of entertaining, but he's not in it that much. So I just really don't. I really dislike Neil Diamond. I don't. I don't see it. I don't understand what the appealing factor is. I don't see what the appealing factor of collecting vinyl is. But hey, whatever. How do they relate? Just how? What you're you're trying to compare apples and oranges here. So let's get back to Tom Petty. Yeah. So how? So how does? Uh, do you remember listening to him as a kid? No. No? No. Your parents weren't fans? Uh, growing up, I was, like, as weird as, it's, as weird as it is, like, I was more of into, like, music from the 50s and 60s. Yeah. Because, you know, it, the radio was always on KLOU. So, like, I didn't discover, honestly... Like, I knew Tom Petty, but I really didn't discover it until later, and it was on my own terms. Mm-hmm. 
and then I was like, holy shit, this is this is actually pretty good. Yeah, dude, he's really good. Um, so like, yeah, like I never had that. I don't know. It's weird. Like growing up, like I was like Beach Boys. <laughs> I mean, they have great melodies and stuff I, too, just, though. Just, so yeah, it's just you know that's just like I said, it's weird. But that's like my dad's entire family. That's it, the once once Kayla, you dropped like the the hits from the fifties and the sixties. Mm-hmm. Like people in my family were like, like completely were pissed off at that. Because there's no real place. There's only one station I know of, and it's an AM station. Mm-hmm. And who still has an AM radio? Well, maybe they should have listened to the station more. It's, it's, uh, it, the station was reformatting to. I know the that, times. but they wouldn't have had to reformat if more people would listen to it. Yeah, the 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 five Mexicans in St. Louis. <laughs> see, see what I'm doing here. I'm making arguments that don't make sense, just like you did. It's you're comparing apples and oranges. That's here. what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, I just like ripping on you for your collecting of vinyl. I I mean you can rip on me for it if you want, but it's fucking it's I've thoroughly enjoyed the mixes of those albums before CDs and and I look I I understand CDs sound really good and they it is still probably my preferred listening if i'm gonna like sit down with headphones and that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. but when they moved for like the old records with those bands that you're kind of talking about like beach boys and stuff when they moved to cds they remixed everything everything i love they changed everything oh yeah because my dad has tons of these cds and if the bands and producers remastered yeah but some of the bands and producers were not involved whatsoever and they well, they didn't have the rights to it exactly, so they didn't have to ask the artist. They just did it. That's why Frank Zappa had arguments with Warner, and the entire time he was with them, is like they wanted to be able to remix his shit for CDs, and then they did it without his notice. And that happened with tons of people. And Tom some, Petty, Tom Petty too, probably. He, well, no, he he literally he filed bankruptcy so they could get all of his stuff back, right. so that the so that the record companies couldn't. You know, they so they no longer owned it. Like, yeah, and that record that I bought this weekend, Dan Torpedoes, he had to record that in secret. Yeah, yeah. That that well, that whole thing that that was also they they wanted to raise it. They wanted to raise the record by a dollar, and he was like, yeah. "This is bullshit." Well, yeah, because people would have not bought it. But hell, it's it's essentially the same thing that Avenged Sevenfold's going through right now, where they're suing the record company. They want out of their long term contract they signed when they were young and stupid. Well, like they were just excited to be on a record label, and they didn't realize what they were signing away. Yeah, and that's that's a little more complicated that, than that, too, because as soon as they got off of that label and were getting ready to put out something either on their own label or on a different label, the former label used their old music yeah. against them and yeah. put out a Greatest Heads record. So kind of cut undercut them in a very uh, shady businessman type way you know but anyway well um, hell even tom petty he didn't he didn't it was in his contract and he did not want to do a greatest hits sure yeah he didn't want to do it well i you know it's uh for people like you and me that listen to albums front to back and realize the integrity of listening to albums front mm-hmm. to back like i totally get that point mm-hmm. you know yeah, because that's all that is. It's a cash grab for the people that you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, 
well, why do I want to buy the album when all their hits are on one? Totally, yeah. It's and it's 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 stupid. But did I mean, you ever uh, did you ever see Tom Petty live? Nope. I got to see him about probably it had to be at least ten years ago, and he it, top to bottom hits. Couldn't have been a better show. If I'm going to go see Tom Petty, I want to see him play all his hits, and that's what he did. So, and I'm pretty he sure even his, up till he, like his last tour, he did that almost every. He could play his hits, and it would still be a three hour long fucking show, man. Like, totally, yeah. Because well, I mean, his career was he so had like long. thirty. Yeah. Well, because there was there wasn't just the heartbreaker stuff. There was also his solo stuff. Sure, that was extremely you know successful. Yeah, and then he would. Then him and the Heartbreakers um, would get back together, and let's see, he did, he did the Traveling Wilburys as well mm-hmm. with George Harrison and and uh, those other guys. I can't remember the names off the top of my head, but it I've been working all night. So anyway, brain's a little fried. Um, so yeah, I'm glad we have some mutual appreciation of uh, Tom Petty. There was another guy who died recently that's going to bring up. I feel like a lot of stories on this. We might have to curtail it and come back to it later. But Hugh Hefner died. Mm-hmm. Um, advocate of free speech. Um, started the sexual revolution, basically. Of course, founder of Playboy. I read this week, actually, or maybe last week. I don't remember. Um... He borrowed money from his mom, like 600 bucks, to put out the first magazine and didn't even put a date on it because he didn't think it would last more than one. So, uh, yeah, so I guess this is a sort of childhood episode. <laughs> Forgot to put that at the top since we got into a bunch of different topics right away. <laughs> but, uh, so anyway, I don't know if you've had any dad porn stories, but. Did you say dad porn stories? Yeah, dad porn. Like your dad's porn? No. No? You have none? Not really. Your dad never bought Playboy? I, I, I had this weird thing about I didn't like going into like my parents' room. Mm-hmm. Um, like that was their space? Yeah. So you like, it was sacred? Yeah. Like you know how most kids like when they, when they realize, spoiler, Santa's not real, they like go digging through their parents' closet to find out what they got for Christmas. I never did that shit. I always, I hated, I liked being surprised. I yeah. didn't want to know what I was getting. But aside from Christmas, like, you still wouldn't go in there? No. No. I, I, I never. It, Is it because you knew that's where they were doing the fucking well, dirty business? Well, my sister, there was one time, I think I've told the story before, there was one time where my sister, um, for the longest time, way longer than she should have slept in my parents' room. And she woke up early, came into the living room where I'm, you know, sitting three inches from the TV watching Saturday morning cartoons, and all of a sudden you hear the door go click. And Amanda wanted to go back down the hall and go crawl back into bed, but she couldn't because the door was locked. I knew what was up. <laughs> She didn't understand. She's banging on the door. And I'm like, why don't you just leave them alone? <laughs> Come back down here and eat your sugar bombs. My parents were doing it. 
Sweet. Okay, so I guess since you don't have any dad porn stories and I have some Playboy stories, well, I'll... It's, I, I, always find, I always find it funny, like, all my, like, dad porn stories, like, they all involve, like, neighbors. Yeah. Like, it was, like, the neighbor's dad's porn. <laughs> well, uh, so I guess my dad was the neighbor's then. <laughs> so, anyway, this is, my, this is not George. This is my biological dad, Matt Nays. So he's that's where the nases come from. Really? Yeah. That's, that's where your yeah. name comes from yeah. is your dad? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. I know. Well, I some people get confused when I say my dad cuz sometimes I mean George and sometimes I don't. So you, I want to clarify which can, dad I'm talking about. You can ha- say you can have more than one dad. That's true, but they're not gay together. So I also and want to clarify they, that. And even if they were good for them, <laughs> like who cares? That well, would be really weird. That's by a the weird way. Uh, that bizarro be... universe, though, where your your dad and your stepdad, like, like your dad, and your stepdad, are like. <sighs> well, neither one of us. Uh, I imagine that's neither one how... of us. Neither one of us worked out really well with Chris's mom. <laughs> so you want to be gay with me, bro? Yeah, that's weird. Um, I imagine that's how like three way parents feel like. Like those weird. The pl- the what is it? Polygamous, maybe, yeah, or yeah, well, or, or two even, dads. On it. It's not polygamous, though, or even polyamory. I think. Yeah, I think that's what is more what it is. Anyway, so this had to be. I'm gonna say sixth grade. I think it is sixth grade. Okay, so. You got to think. When did you start masturbating? <laughs> well, that's the thing. <laughs> I just put sixth grade that's on the, the map thing is for that you. I didn't. We established this on a previous episode that I didn't come from masturbating until much later, so I didn't really masturbate. You know what I'm saying? Like, so anyway, I just find that really fucking ridiculous. Well, I'm about to get into some shit, so just hang on, okay? So. My dad would go to McDonald's for breakfast all the time because he's one of those dads that never had food in the house. Mm-hmm. He'd get his McDonald's like every weekend and pizza every weekend, which is extremely like not that good of parenting, but whatever, you know. Wow, calling your dad out real quick. Dude, kids that are that young should not have McDonald's and pizza every meal. Why? Because then he's the cool dad. Yeah, exactly. He's the cool dad, which means he's not that good a dad. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good dad now, but you know, you know what I mean. So anyway, him and my brother went to McDonald's. So this is around the age where I guess kids start getting Snoopy or whatever. And I started like lo- I like looked in his closet to see if I could see anything that he might have hanging out in there, like a fucking porno or like whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Oh, I should preface this. Before this, I tried taking one of his Sports Illustrateds in my in our bags for the weekend. You know what I'm saying? So like I put it in there and I was really stupid about it cuz I like had never packed my stuff up before. So he knew something was up. And when I got home to grab out the Sports Illustrated, it wasn't in there. <laughs> so he had taken it out. He never said anything to me about it. But I was so dumb about it because, like... Are you, are you talking the swimsuit issue? Yeah. Okay. It was in his bathroom. <laughs> this this is something he just like, kept out because that's not... No. It's yeah. not weird. I'm sorry. Dumbest thing ever. Like, But the, it was the one with Tyra Banks on it. And that one was super hot. 
I don't find her it's attractive. It's when she was hot. But I don't find her attractive. Never did. It's when she was, dude. And it's, that's all subjective because I never found her attractive. Well, we'll revisit some photos from those and I think you might disagree. Nah, nope. Anyway, personal taste issues, I guess. It's exactly what it is. <sighs> Jesus. Bourbon yeah, a lot. I'll anyway. Stop drinking. No, it's the sandwich I ate. Oh, really? So, uh, the next time, I stole it in a different way so that he wouldn't be able to tell. It was a Playboy. Uh, uh, can you move that off of there so it's not rubbing against the... No, man, you can move your drink over there so that when you lean up, the chair doesn't smash against the mic. You know? Just looking out for our listeners like Mike, who says you don't know how to talk on your microphone. All right, Tim, moving on. I'm not Tim. Come on, Tim. Keep telling your story. Okay, well, I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> uh, anyway, now you fucking got me <laughs> off a uh, track here. Um... Okay, so I stole it in a different way to where he wouldn't be able to tell that I stole it, right? Which he did, moving on. No, he didn't oh, he notice. Didn't? That's uh, surprising. I kept it at the house for a while. Um, I also stockpiled some a couple of Victoria's Secret magazines. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually, um, maybe like... Six months or so later, I was a fucking idiot kid, and I was picking up dollars around the house so they could buy something. You know what I mean? Next time I went to my dad's, mm -hmm. my parents eventually noticed that money was missing from sitting around and accused me of it. And uh, when they got Tyler in a room by himself... He snitched me out. Oh man! Did that not I see had that the Playboy and I had the magazines. I was I was thinking because he knew I had them. I was thinking that you had like, you know, taken the money. They were going to come to your room to search it. And no, then they find them. they no, told me brother, like you bring it out to us because we know you brother. have it already. Yeah, but my brother snitched me out. Um, in the time that I had the Playboy, I took it to school once because I wanted to impress people because I had zero friends. Uh, <laughs> that's literally why. You I did. and I had a lot in common yeah, growing up. I had fucking zero friends, dude. Uh, <laughs> and I still have zero friends. Yeah. Also, uh, I brought it to the end of the street and showed my neighbor kid friends as well. Um, all of which I told, I ended up having to tell my parents because they wanted to know everything that I had did or stolen or whatever. They called my dad and told him I had it. They asked him if he wanted it back. <laughs> like, all that shit happened. <laughs> that shit all happened. I can... Um, it, it's, such, it's such a weird thing to think about because I told Sarah... I texted her right before I went into surgery. I was like, if I die, destroy my phone. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, she's like, really? I was like, there is nothing in my house. Like you go like, yeah, there's one playboy on my bookshelf and nobody even knows that it's there. Which one is it? It's, it's one of the divas from 
WWE when they were still doing Playboys. Mm-hmm. So like that's how old that is. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember. Uh, I got it to give it to my dad. Yeah. <laughs> And then my dad was like, you should keep that. I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, I just remember my dad was so... Wow, he's st- grateful. Yeah, I just remember he was so stoked to, like, see her boobs. And, and But he said it, like, he's like, damn, them is some titties. And then, like, that was it. <laughs> then I was like... I was like, Well, no, he's an old man by this point, so that's his... But I was like, I was like, it's yours. Yeah. Here you go. But that's about the enjoyment that we would get out of Playboy now if... You know what I'm saying? Like... If we saw, if we were his age when the divas were in WWE, like that's about what our reaction would be too. We're like, oh, cool, there's their tits. Moving on, right? Yeah. Whenever, whenever Paige's, you know, five sex tapes leaked on the internet, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kenny Salters like immediately sent them all to me, and I was like, cool. Like I, I just, I was like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, first off, um, I think she's hot as hell, but like, but you never watch anything with her on it so you have no frame of reference yeah okay this but either way it doesn't matter yeah because like i said it's like when you get a little older you just don't care as much but yeah like when you're a pubescent teen like i was which i'm about to get into more of this by the way oh i have well i have a i have a fun story okay we'll go ahead i was just gonna say like i remember uh like, like there was never like really there was never porn. Like the only re- porn that was in the house was because I had the porn. Yeah, back when back, and I don't know if who listens to the show and whatever, but back when we were pubescent teens, porn wasn't around. Like you didn't just happen upon it. You know what I'm saying? Jason Boxkoff's brother, when he turned 18, offered to buy us. <laughs> like I remember Jason being like, "Dude, my brother will buy us porn," and I'm like. Really? Yeah. I just saw Jason at the gas station the other day. Did you? Yeah. Good dude. Okay, so was that your story that his no, brother No, no, no. <laughs> uh it it's just, it's funny because uh my mom is on my bank account mm-hmm. for if anything happens to me since I don't, you know, I don't have, you know, a significant other, I don't have a a child, so if anything was to happen, she, she would have access to it, right? It's it's something that's always been in my head, especially since the accident. Like I gotta have backup plan in yep. case something happens. Uh, so I remember that for the longest time I would always buy porn with cash. Well, then I started getting debit cards, right? And I would use cash less and less. Like I used to buy everything with cash. I would always save up money and buy it, which is why I never had a credit score until I was in my thirties. <laughs> Because never, I never used credit ever. Mm-hmm. And of all the people, my aunt and uncle, we stopped at a porn shop after work one night. Me, my aunt, my uncle, really weird. And I saw this porn and I was like, that chick's hot. I want to buy this. I remember using my card and freaking out that my mom could see that I had purchased something <laughs> from a sex shop. Wow. <laughs> and being terrified. And, like, three days later, like, the guilt got to me, and I didn't admit that I bought something. I was like, oh, it's my buddy's birthday, and I bought him a gag gift. And she's like, cool. Like, she would have never noticed. Yeah, and she didn't care regardless, right? Right. But the funny thing was is that, like, I remember when when I finally moved out of my parents' house, I was packing up everything and, like, put the porn tapes 
Yes, tapes <laughs> and one DVD <laughs> in the bottom of a box, right? Mm-hmm. And as we're moving in, like my mom is unpacking my box, and I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, because because uh, the 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 headline of this one was all anal extravaganza. So like, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I didn't even know it when I bought it. What anal was? <laughs> <laughs> Well, after that, you did. So sheltered. By yeah. the, by I was going to say, you're so repressed with your porno. Uh, but yeah, it, like I was scared shitless. Yeah. Now, I remember whenever I bought the like, first laptop I ever got, I was like, don't need these tapes anymore. Boop, threw yep, them away. Because exactly. I was like, why do I need physical? Like, and I am such a person that I want to own like physical media, mm-hmm. you know, movies and stuff like that. But just delete the evidence off your browser history. Done. Right. Well, uh, around this time, after I had my porn taken away, of course, start the journey anew to find more porn. (laughs) So next time I hung out over at my buddy Kevin's house, uh, he gave me one of his sable porns. So I had another one, and oh, then like the WWE magazines. Yeah, yeah. Okay. like for some reason, when you say sable porn, I was like, when did she do a hardcore fucking? She porn? didn't do hardcore porn, as far as I know. But the Playboys is what I mean, because uh, she did two Playboys, um, and I think he gave me the second one. I don't remember, but uh, within a month, that one disappeared too, and I was never like punished about it. It just disappeared, so I knew like, well, still not supposed to have it, and. <laughs> I'm just lucky I didn't get in trouble for that one, you know. Uh, flash forward a couple of years, and he gave it back to me after my mom left. <laughs> so that was like a, that was th- like a uh, how, cheer up, dude. You know how awesome, how awesome. And he kept been. it that whole time. I thought that was hilarious. Well, I was gonna say, how awesome would it be? All of a sudden, your 18th birthday, you open up a gift, and there's the porn. And it's like, here you go. Yeah, now I think it can- was really. I think it was my 18th. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Now you can have this. We were in Herculaneum, and he gave that back to me. So I was like, how, "All right." By the way, how dumb is that? Like, like on a on a random Tuesday afternoon, you can't possess porn, but as soon as you wake yeah. up, here you go. You can now have this. Well, by law, anyway. I'm. You know what I'm getting at? Yeah, it's totally. Just, it's just also. It, it took six hours, and now you're yeah. mature enough to, to have this. Like, and uh, flash backwards again. Um, you know, once I once I started getting in fights with my brother all the time, which is like a little bit after the Sable thing or whatever. It was when I was super huge wrestling fan. Of course, I moved to the basement room of our split level house and and decided to decorate your walls with nothing but Slipknot posters. No, no, this is before that. It was uh, in my pubescent age. Uh, <laughs> it was all wrestling and. Um, scantily clad women divas and they were all over my freaking walls and um you know i didn't really have people over that much so it didn't really bother me the only person that would come over is like john and nate and they would laugh about it but um but at this time like i said i was not masturbating i could so, see, i could see nate giving you so much shit about that too well see this is bef- really that time is before nate hung out with me that much he was pretty much exclusively hanging out with John. Yeah. Uh at that time, we didn't really become friends until like 
a year but what or so I'm saying later. Is, is that Nate's a fuckhole, and they gave me shit about it, you, but you, because, I didn't really care because he doesn't like wrestling. He's automatically yeah. going to call you out because John thought it was hilarious and awesome. So I like John. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, I've always had a weird strange relationship with porn uh i you know i was obviously pretty repressed too because my parents didn't want me to have it you know what i mean right so like i couldn't ever find it there was no easy way to get it at that time um even in (laughs) this is weird even in like years later like when i lived with my dad for a little bit like i had i wasn't able to watch stuff on the internet or anything yet Mm -hmm. we still like dial up internet and bullshit like that (laughs) instantly give away when you're trying to get online so i had like what people would watch today hardcore porn i had that in magazine form like true smut you know what i'm saying are you talking like uh like the hustler mags with like chicks like that uh I think in a drunken stupor one night, one of them might have been left out at my grandparents' house, and <laughs> yeah, so that was a fun time. I told you, I told you about what happened at the border in Canada, right? Yes, yeah. That, <laughs> they're that, pulling that, out people can go back and listen to that. They're pulling out porn magazines right. in thongs, and they're like, "What is going, What's going on?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, another time, I came back from New York because I still had some of those magazines. I came back from New York to Chris Nelson's house where I was. Sleeping on the couch at the time. This is when, this is a true low of drinking era for me. Uh, I came back and uh, those mags were spread out around, <laughs> just around. It was hilarious though. Uh, of course, I didn't think it was hilarious at the time, uh, but in hindsight, it's very funny. Um, when I was gone for what like, what were you doing? I was gone for like three weeks, or no, I was gone for like three days, and I came back, and somebody had gone through my shit, of course, because no privacy. I thought, I thought that like you had just left. No, them. no, no, man. Somebody had gone through my shit and just thrown them all over the place. I was gonna say like, like when you're looking at it, you're like, well, this one's because we were all drunk and, it. dude. At this at this place, it was a fucking pigsty, and we were all drunk and maniacs. The natty wall. No, it wasn't that, that place. It okay. was before that, but just as bad. Okay. And um, we were all drunk and man. It was me. I'm just going to fucking throw these names out there. So, <laughs> just do first names. Uh, me, Rob, Chris, um, this guy, I don't remember his name, who got arrested no. and stole Chris's car. Uh, <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Nate came over and busted all the windows out in his car with a skateboard one night. His own car. Uh, and it was a vintage car, so you can't just get windows for that. It was insane. the The, the entire time we stayed there was insane. I, I can't. I mean, there's stories from that place that I can't even get into right now. We hold don't have on. time. Hold on, hold on. By the way, I need a time check. Hold on. Okay. We're already almost at an hour. No. <laughs> so what you're saying is that nothing has changed with that guy. Busting out window. <laughs> well, uh, okay, so Holy this is a buddy cow. that I haven't talked to in a really long time, but apparently he got sober for a really long time. He has relapsed, but 
Um, I I do wish him the best. I just haven't been friends with him because like when you I, yeah when you have to get sober and like really reevaluate and like I I of course I'm not completely sober. I have a I have a version of it which I I still drink one beer a day. Okay. If you're going to AA or NA, that's not acceptable. No. It is to an extent because, like, you just take it one day at a time, and if you mess up, you mess up. You which know is, what I mean? Which is why I honestly have a problem with, like, I like that show Flaked on Netflix. Yeah. Um, but that's one of the things that I absolutely can't stand. Is but listen, that, but it helps, um, it's helped thousands of people. Absolutely. So like, so, like, I got no problems with it, but but I, but it's, a, they're a little judgy. So, but it's kind of tied to Christian stuff too. Well, I know. So, that's, like, that's, that's why that's that what is I was there. getting at. That's yeah. exactly what I was getting at. Is that I just I feel like I feel like, and yes, a lot of these are done in like you know church. Yeah, because that's where they can get them. You know what I mean? The, well, the church is gonna lo- you know let them use the space, obviously, and 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 that's an awesome thing to do. But you know yeah, what though? Gets... That's part of it. Getting over yourself, going to a church, even if you don't necessarily believe. You had to believe enough in yourself that it's going to help you. You know what I mean? Anyway, let's get off of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we we don't have that much time left, so I really want to get to this other segment. Yeah. We should come back later to crazy stories from, like, because there's other weird stories that revolve around that. You know, stuff. We, yeah. We should. Well, we should just do an entire series of crazy apartment stories. Totally. And but but I think like. It's a good idea going forward to do themed episodes. So that's kind of what I wanted this one to be and I like sort of got there, but I wanted I wanted to touch on news at the same time. So like the Tom Petty sparked it off, Hugh Hefner sparked it off. He sparked it off in a lot of ways, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh Eventually, we're going to do the themed episode in a group episode. I want to do another group episode soon so we can finally do the story of the non-masturbating thing. Oh, Because we, yeah. ne- we for- forgot about well, it. But like, like I was saying, I want to do themed episodes, and I think this is a good step towards that. Um, this is going to relate also to the theme, which is... Uh, Pornography, apparently? No, no, no. No, the theme was like childhood... Re- stories relating, you know what I'm saying? Uh huh. We sort of got there. I don't know. Um, this is a new segment, and it's called Jimmy Reads Chris's Old STL Punk Page. <laughs> oh my god! So, what I've done is I've used this website called the Internet Wayback Machine, yeah, and it has it saved a few of the pages it saved for okay so basically what this website does is it takes old internet websites that have been long dead and you can go back and look at what they were years past so SEL punk was a website which is like kind of the predecessor of uh myspace and social networking but it was localized to st louis and bands and kids who are into music would it, use it, was, it to communicate with each other. Yeah. It's basically like a message board, uh-huh. but each person could have their own page and make it their own message board, and every band could have their own message board, that kind of thing. So it's really similar to Facebook 
in MySpace. But I would say it was more similar to MySpace, only yeah. because of the customizable. Like, sure, you could make it your own, and you put photos on there, that kind of thing. So anyway, this page um, was around 2003, 2002, and then, went, and then went until about 2006 or seven or something like that. I, I know that I had one in in high school. As soon as Facebook took off, it died. Fairly quickly. Which is so, funny because, once again, it was one of those things. Actually, I guess I guess in high school, everyone was still using MySpace. Uh, the end of high school, MySpace started. So, Yeah, because once I got a... Like, literally, I think it was the week that I joined MySpace, everyone jumped ship to Facebook. Right. So... Uh, this segment is going to be you reading my STL Punk page, and uh, we can comment on it a little bit afterwards. I don't know. We're we're gonna make this a segment that goes on like a few different episodes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm just gonna have you read the first. Are you sending it to me so that I no, don't have to move no, no, the mic? No, no, no. I'm gonna hand you my phone. Um, this first one, based on the, based on the post underneath in the comments, it's from June of 2003. So, so right around graduation time for you. Yep. All right, here we go. So what am I? All right. Um, make sure you're on mic. Well, I'm trying to, okay. So bands I'm in, this is when I was 17 bands. I'm in Steve drums. You're not going to attempt to do my voice or <laughs> I'm in the band. No, Steve. Dude, don't do that. Don't do that. I play drums. <laughs> I have a black fro. I don't have to look punk. Please hold your applause. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I guess that's my sad attempt at a joke. Um, Other bands. Pennywise, Zeke, early Metallica, lots of other stuff. <laughs> the fuck, dude? I don't know, man. All right, so now we're getting to the... Oh my god, STL Punk Pals, fully blown. Woo! Oh boy. ADD. Who's Steve? Question mark. <laughs> and Cursed Promises. Do you remember any of these? Uh, Well, fully blown is Billy's band. So that was probably him. And Brandon. Yeah. Um, Cursed Promises sounds like something that Amanda Stevenson would write. The chick that looked like Avril Lavigne. You remember her? Nope. No? Well, anyway. Uh, let's see. What were the other ones? ADD? ADD? No idea. And Who Steve is my name. So, on there. So, that was me. Um. Uh, STL bands that I guess you liked. Okay. Uh, the pubes, yes, and fully- that was the pubes were maybe the first local band that I saw, and fully blown. Okay, it's a very right. short list. Yep. Uh, 
so this is this is posted by Turd Burglar. What about that one band, Frohead? <laughs> what is that? Uh, I have no idea, but uh, Turd Burglar, I think, is Garrett. It's either it. I would think it would be either him or it would be. Brandon I'm pretty sure Mesmer. it's Garrett because I looked up some other stuff. So, um, posted by Fro Steve the bass player. My name is Steve, but I have a huge blonde fro. So very insightful stuff going on. Yeah, in this, exactly. In this, um, and then here's here's where Chris gets extremely emo. I feel like a loser, two exclamation points, all in caps. All in caps. Fuck Chris, exclamation points, three. No one ever writes shit on my page, all caps. No one likes me, all caps, three exclamation points. I don't think that's me writing that. I think I will kill myself. That's not me writing that. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, okay, I was going to say, you said it was me sounding emo. I meant whoever was writing this. Oh, okay. Sounding super emo. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's also Garrett. I can't tell because... Mm-hmm. No, it was posted by ADD. Oh, well, uh, maybe that's him. <laughs> Why am I putting all these posts on Garrett? Garrett, I'm sorry. <laughs> Is that it? That's it. That's it for the first one. Um, thoughts? Um, your STL page is nothing like mine. Well, it evolves as as we uh, do more ver- more uh, because installments my- of this segment, you'll see it evolve. <laughs> because mine was riddled with like a whole bunch of those stupid like you take the quiz, yeah. on Quizzilla. There's some of that coming. Uh, <laughs> um, let me see my phone. Like like one of the, like one of the best parts that I remember was uh, one of the ones that I did. It was it was what band do you most resemble? And I just I remember like it was pick a color and you pick a color and it would be like you're this band. And I was like I was like I guarantee you I and I posted it only because I called it, but I was like I guarantee you brown is Primus because <laughs> my name is Mud and I picked brown and it's like you resemble Primus. <laughs> you're a funky dude and I was like yep posting that. Like why? Oh, I'm so glad those quiz things are like not as popular anymore. Oh no, they are. I I mean I they don't show up that much in my feed, so I guess I'm lucky. But so like I actively searched out Quizilla back in the day to put that stuff on there. What kind of alcohol are That's you? That's ridiculous. <laughs> I only but you'll see you'll see like. What, where mine evolves to, it gets so much more ridiculous. That's just that's just like a taste of what my SDL Punk page becomes. <laughs> well, okay, because like thing- like it's like minimal. You know what I mean? Like you could tell I took like almost no time to do it. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Well, so this is like very early days. The only reason that I even remember what mine was like was because when I went over to Billy's one day, uh, Lauren was saying that she had got her MySpace back. Yeah. And I was like, no shit. So we, I, I just happened to look up my, uh, my STL punk page and found it like in one of those, you know? Yeah. And found it. And I looked, I took one look at just my front page and I was like, 
please wipe this off the internet forever. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. Nope. It's got to stay. It's so embarrassing. I'm going to try to look up your STL Punk page. We don't have to share it on the I, show, no, though. I, I, God. I just remember that you could, like, click all these little, like, these little, and, like, put all these little, like, flags on top. Yeah, that's, that. there's some of that on mine, too. Um, yeah, but with that, that segment's going to come back. For sure. And I don't know what next week's episode is going to be, but I think that's... Uh, that's. I'm sorry, I can't tease that, but we're going to wrap up this episode now. we got to do our ham and eggers, though. So, have you thought about it at all? No. Okay. Well, neither have I, but I'm going to wing it. My ham and egger of the week is... My brother Tyler for snitching on me for having porn. <laughs> Okay, that's a good one. That's that is a good, a, good that's one. a good one. I was very angry at him uh, about that. Uh, we still shared a room at the time, so I'm sure I made my feelings known to him as we were going to sleep. Like, you know, you're a real asshole, Tyler. <laughs> and that probably like messed up with his psyche growing up, and that's why he now doesn't talk to me. <laughs> I planted that seed so long ago. So long ago. I was such a dick. Oh, oh dude. You have no idea how much of a dick I was to Tyler back in the day. I Listen, it's regrettable, but brothers are... Dude, brothers you're, get in fights and child, shit. That's what... Like, yeah, exactly. Like, I didn't know any better. But he's still my ham and egger. I'm not taking that away from him. He snitched, up, he snitched me out, dude. You don't do that. I'm your bro. <sighs> Let me have my porn. Go ahead. <laughs> What's your ham and egger? Oh, God. I I don't know. Pick something. What pissed you off? Your fucking dentist pissed you off probably, right? No. For your teeth. Your teeth are your ham and egger, okay. dude. Of course they are. They caused you pain for years that you like somehow ignored. Out of probably stupidity. Because I dealt with it every day, so I never really thought about You're it. You're crazy, man. You got to take care of your tephuses. Oh, I do. It's just, that that was that was. Apparently something. you don't. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, insurance is my ham and egg. Fuck yeah, dude. Insurance sucks. And I couldn't, I couldn't do anything because I didn't have insurance for a while. And then when a filling falls out and you need to go, it's like... Well, I don't have insurance, and a lot of places they they won't even take you because then they run the risk of not getting paid. Yeah. So, yeah. Now I can't cut out the dentist story. So thanks. So yeah. <laughs> so my ham and egger is dent or insurance. That'll do it. Uh, see you next time, everybody. Bye. Bye.